Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Midweek Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Chandler Acres Baptist Church. And as always, I have with me in studio is Robert Burgess. What's up, guys? Hey, Robert, how was your day at work today? It was all right. Pretty boring. Kind of annoying, but it was all right. Yeah? Not uh, not too too busy? We were really busy, actually. You were really busy? Not gonna lie. Okay. We were pretty busy. Yeah. But. Weather was decent today, so that's good. Did you have to work outside? No, I had to work inside. It was oh. very cold, though. I'm not going to lie. And cold? Yeah. Inside? It was cold? Yeah. The, the medical center, they'd like to keep it very cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. That kind of makes sense. They are a little colder. Hey, we want to apologize to all of our listeners. Last week, we uh, we just got busy in our schedule, and unfortunately, we were not able to come together and have our our podcast last week, so we want to apologize, and we hope Dan's we... Fault. Uh, it was. It was. We just got a little busy around here in the church, and... And some new things coming about, and we're excited about, and uh, we'll we'll be talking about them in the future. But uh, so we just again want to apologize to you for if you tried to tune in and looking for a podcast last week. Uh, unfortunately, we did not have our midweek uh, podcast last week. So, but today we're back, and so uh, Robert, you have a question that you want to bring up today? Yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about um, as a Christian, uh, and especially in, like. Uh, maybe for beginning Christians, new Christians, stuff like that. Um, it's hard to kind of figure out how you're supposed to live. Um, well, I can't think of the word I was, I, I wanted to use, but sort of together with, uh, secular, uh, friends, relatives, lovers, stuff like that. How you handle people who disagree with you, um, in ideals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. For instance, um, if you want to get into, uh, you don't have to get into it, but if you want to get into uh, people who are gay or openly gay, um, mm-hmm. how do you handle a friend who is openly gay? Maybe, you know, are you supposed to be accepting? Are you supposed to preach to them that it's wrong? I mean, how are you supposed to handle it in your in your daily life? Yeah, it's a good question because especially on that topic because uh, just that topic alone is, is a huge um, conversation across the country and across the world right now of understanding that. And as we as... Christians, uh, especially in in our um, world of things, with which we are the in the Baptist Church, that we have a stance on that homosexuality is a as a sin, and so we we try to make that stance that hey, Scripture says says you know says that, and so we want to hold that true. And I don't want this to become that topic, but I know where you're going with your question is. So if we have that stance, and somebody else doesn't have that stance. You know how are we as a Christian supposed to be accepted and 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 have that? Yeah, correct? that's the question. Are we supposed yeah. to be you know super accepting and no, oh, I love yeah. you. You know this is the way you are yeah. and stuff like that. Or are yeah. we supposed to you know look at him and be like, no, I think that's wrong. Just and be I'm real gonna, with him. I'm not going <laughs> to hang out with you because I think you're doing something wrong. Right? You know, how are we yeah. supposed to handle it? Yeah. As a, as a Christian. Yeah. Uh, the, the ultimate answer is yes. We're supposed to be accepting, obviously, because Christ didn't take people and go, well, you're, you're that sin. I'm not going to talk to you because that one is that, um, he shares with us through scripture, throughout scripture that we are obviously all sinners, you know, in Romans, it talks about, uh, for all, for all those 
who have sinned. You know what I mean? Uh, and and um, Christ died for us, you know. So uh, I was looking at another scripture in Romans that kind of um, looks at this. It's Romans fifteen seven. It says, exactly, accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. You know, so right there it says, hey, we need to accept everyone, okay, except one another. It doesn't say specific people. It says one another. So, and, and that brings praise to God. And so we need to accept the person, you know what I mean? Because okay. we can't, as a Christian, just accept sins, you know. You know, it's not our job to necessarily, and not, I don't want you to say necessarily, it's not our job to, to judge somebody. That is God's job, you know. So uh, on my stance of let's just use homosexuality is, is I'm going to love that person, you know. So if a person who says they're openly gay comes walking into Chandler Acres, we're going to, hey, how you doing today? We love you. We want you to be here. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm not going to stand there right at that point and say, but, but if you start speaking about homosexuality, you're out of here. No, we're not going to do that either. You know, it is – um, if they come and want to talk to me about homosexuality and what our stance is, I'm going to be upfront with them and, and give them what our stance is on that. And my, my stance on it as a pastor, especially because we're going to preach on that eventually, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, that person's that's going to happen. And so that, that person's going to hear it eventually, you know? So I'm assuming at that point, you know, that's why I'm not going to sit there and do it right then. Let God speak to him in, in the things that he begins or she begins to read through scripture or the messages that we're giving on Sunday morning or the music that we're singing, all those types of things. And then if that question does come up, then yes, we need to address it. You know, God teaches us that we need to talk, uh, talk about that. So, okay. <clears throat> you know. What about in your, in your own, uh, life, like friends sure. or even relatives who, uh, in like I said, maybe not homosexuality, but any sort of secular um, view mm-hmm. that is different from yours, are you supposed to treat them in the same way? Um, do you invite them to the church? I mean, yeah. how do you, how do you treat them in in a daily basis? Sure, I, you know I think your your different dynamics there in the people that you said you said friends, family, mm-hmm. and just people in general. I think you have three different scenarios. So let's break those three scenarios down. You know what I mean? Um, just let's start with family because family dynamic is way different than everybody else because yeah, hopefully with family, you should be able to talk a lot, a lot more about, uh, or a lot more openly about hot topics or just casual topics about anything and be able to even hopefully kid, kid around with each other, stab, you know, kind of jab each other and, yeah. you know, and just and, and have that, hopefully that open and good conversation with family. Yeah. I think it needs to be brought up. I think. Immediately, your your opinion can be brought out, but at the same time, you still have to be respectful. Uh, and I can I can give I can use the homosexuality example. My my uncle said he was openly openly gay, and growing up, and uh, I didn't realize it until later in my life. You know that that um, you know that he was. You know those types of things. But um, you know I don't agree with it. And, but I still love my uncle, you know, and right. it, and it probably, um, unfortunately he's passed away, but it wouldn't, it would probably upset him that I disagree. But I think my uncle, knowing our family, at least that he would respect my opinion too, you know? And mm-hmm. so I think family has that little bit different 
dynamic and, and things that I hope hopefully family can talk about a little bit more. But I know sometimes it's not easy, especially if you have a family member that is doing something as you know something. But the reality is, and I need to maybe step back a minute is, no matter the situation, we always have to keep in mind that we all have sin. In God's eyes, every sin is the same. You know, there is no severity of sin. Sin is sin. It's anything that offends God. And so if it offends God, uh, he doesn't like it. If that offends God, doesn't like it. It doesn't matter what we think as to the severity. Yeah, of it. it's important to remember that I'm just as much of a sinner as yeah. somebody who... Um, yeah. It's the scripture, and I apologize, I don't have it memorized top in the head, but it's the take the plank out of your own eye, you know. Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> you know Good what? Job. I know that. I know that because, and shout out to my mom. I know she li- listens to some of these. Okay. But she made me uh, write it down. I had to write the whole chapter. That's awesome. <laughs> Matthew yeah, 7. Yeah, you're right. Matthew 7. Times. Yeah, it's, and it talks about where, uh, you know, um, we see things. It's like taking a camel through the eye of a needle, you know, those types of things. And then also keep the plank out of your own eye, you know what I mean? And so we have to remember that, that we have a plank sticking in our eye as we are talking with somebody. We all have a sin that we deal with. So getting back to, yeah, family, we got that. Uh, Friends, Mm -hmm. uh, depends on the level of friendship, you know what I mean? Because I think so many people use the term best friend too casual. Yeah, way too loose. It's way too casual, Yeah. yeah. Because to me, first of all, you can't have two best friends <laughs> if you think about that because that just it's a it contradicts itself so yeah. which one's the best yeah. well no they're both best friends <laughs> no they can't both be best friends <laughs> there's only one that's the best right. so yeah so but anyway um we just use that too too loosely and so you have your really good friends the ones you do hang out with and things uh, hopefully you're hanging out with those friends that are the ones that almost have the same view you in in with what you're living life as it anyways. But you might have those acquaintances that, hey, I like that guy or that, that gal, and, and you know we can talk, but they do have some different views. And hopefully that you guys can have some good conversations. And it's really just, I never, in my opinion, I just never go up and say something to me, though, but I want them to know, hey, if you ever want to talk about something, let's talk about it. You know, I can, we can be very respectful to each other if yeah. we'll, we'll talk that way. And that's how I approach my acquaintances of those questions. So can so, say, can people who believe in in uh, secular uh, ideals can they be your friends or even close friends? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. Absolutely, I think so. Um, you know, I have a couple of friends. I won't say they're good friends, but I'll hang around with them here and there. Maybe go to a, you know a ball game or or um, whatever. Just talk to them, but. Uh, I'm not going to call them up with my problems <laughs> or, you know, they're not somebody I'm always hanging around. But, yeah, I think you can be around them and stuff. You just have to be mindful of your limitations on mm-hmm. you don't want to get your dragged yourself into whatever it might be. You know, um, and, you know, we don't have to go the homosexual, obviously a homosexual route, but let's just say you have a friend that just doesn't believe in God for some reason and they like to drink. Well, the, believing in God, okay, that's, I'm not going to get wrapped in that. I'm strong in my faith, but you know what? I do like the taste of alcohol, so I want, want, want to be careful being around that person of yeah. drinking too much alcohol or yeah, something Yeah, it's important like that, to keep know. that fine line of um, how much your friends influence you. If Correct. you're very influenced by your friends, then maybe having somebody who does not have the same ideals as you is going to be right. uh, you know, detrimental to to your faith and your walk with Christ. But I believe God puts us, those friends in our lives 
to to opportunities to share the gospel. You know, I yeah, I'm course. I'm definitely not a believer in um first conversation is, hey, I'm going to heaven, where are you going? <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think that's first conversation. I think you build that relationship up and then down the road, yeah, you can talk about that stuff. And you know what? They might never believe you, but you know what? You gave it your shot and it's okay to still be friends and as long as they respect your decisions, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So you just gotta be careful of how you go from there. Now, strangers off the street, though. I mean, yeah, I'm not a big fan of, um, I think God calls us to go and uh, to preach, but I think he gives us opportunities and situations. I think we have to be mindful of how we approach that. I don't think if somebody says, hey, you know what, um, I'm a big gambler, you know, um, no, shame on you, you shouldn't get, no, that's not how we're supposed to approach it. We just kind of know them a little bit more, and then maybe down the road, um, you might give an example of your own story and they might come up to you and say something or vice versa. And you build that conversation down the road or something. Maybe they become those acquaintances that you can talk about later or something like that. But I'm never a big believer on shame on you because again, it, we got our own plank in our own eye, you know? So, yeah. And I yeah. remember something, I don't know if maybe it was you that taught me this through youth or something like that, but, um, I guess to answer something like that, um, my thought is when it's an acquaintance or just somebody who, who at least knows you, let's say somebody mm-hmm. who at least knows you, um, it's important to live. It, it's even more important for you to live, um, live in Christ and, and be that, that pillar of light because the way you live can be seen by them. And then they, you know, in your walk with Christ, they can see, how they're supposed to be doing it mm-hmm. and that it might not be that bad. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. they, they have yeah. this idea of how, how it's going to look and how they're going to do it. And it's like, no, I'm a regular guy. You know, I just believe in God and I believe this is how I should live. Yeah. And then when acquaintances yeah. or people who at least know who you are, they yeah. see you like that. Yeah. They're like, you know what? That's not so bad. Yeah. yeah we live in a, a society where perception is reality. You know what I mean? Where we perceive things and that becomes reality. So, you know, we see somebody doing something. Well, that's that's who they are. They're a drinker. That might have been the first drink you've ever had in your life. But right. if somebody sees that, oh, he's a drinker. You know, and so you have to be careful as a Christian of how the things that you do will affect how you are going to be able to share the gospel. You know, because if you if somebody always is seeing you in a certain situation at a bar, <laughs> yeah, how are yeah. you going to preach that you shouldn't be in a bar? Or you know, I'm not saying you can't have a drink, but that's their perception. And so, and the reality is you only go there every, you know, once a month and that just happens to be the time they're there all the time. You know what I mean? And so, um, you just have to be careful with that and, and be that, that person that God calls you to be. So, and, and the cool thing is that's the great opportunity to share with people to live. That's why we want to do that is to show them, like you said, is, Hey, I can, I can do some of the things you can, but I just have to be mindful that, hey, my God comes first. And if I feel like I'm disappointing God, I probably shouldn't be doing it. And that's the yeah. difference between. I think there's a there's a level of awareness that, that yeah. you have to have right. you know, in, yeah. in how people are. Yeah. You know, I can play video games, but I'm just not going to get and listen to the banter of the cussing and the stuff like that. I'm just not going to get myself in situations. If that's going on, I'm getting out of it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't mean I can't play video games, though, and stuff. So, right. yeah. Also, the other level I was talking about was um, was spouses. And, sure. and relationships, uh, you know, how do you 
handle that? Could you ever be in, you know, should people be in a relationship with somebody who is, um, yeah, who has that, secular views yeah. or, you know, something you know, like that? It does exist. How it exists is, I, I, I don't foresee, you know, if, you know, I, and I, I guess I could use my, my life as an example. When my wife and I first married, we were not Christians. And so we had the same view. And then I became a Christian. And it was a couple of years after that where she finally became a Christian. So there was a couple of years as I was growing in my faith that she wasn't at all because she didn't have a faith in God. She believed there's a God, but it wasn't the same understanding of who Christ was in that in that whole role and understanding why he died and, 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 and rose from the dead and all that kind of stuff. And so it wasn't easy. It was it was tough. How do you explain, you know, this this change in my life? She liked it because I changed in a good way of, you know, to her of like, oh, he's, he cares about me more and some things like that. But it was different where, you know, other people, if you're trying to getting married and you definitely have two views before you, as you're dating, that would be tough in my eyes. I mean, can you do it? I suppose if your spouse is willing to respect your decision, but to me, why would you, if you're looking for somebody, why would you want to be involved with somebody that's not on the same path as you? I just, that doesn't make sense to me. But unfortunately, society wants everybody to be happy, you know, whatever makes you happy type of thing right now. So You've got to be really resilient. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know? yeah. Very headstrong person to... Uh... To be in that type of, because the relationships are very influential on each other. You yeah, know, you almost because you have to be you know one mind. Yeah, and I think that'd be. I think you're. I agree with you. It'd yeah. be really tough because one of those minds is, you know, believes that there's a god that you need to live by, and yeah. the other mind believes that you know could believe anything. Yeah. else I yeah. suppose. I, I, yeah, I could see how that'd be really tough yeah you know but you're saying it could happen you know, i think it could happen i don't think it's a good idea that would be my opinion okay. yeah. yeah because you know you just you struggle with two couple different things of you know i think it'd be easier if you both believed at least in god okay you know let's just say my wife like in my case for two years there my wife at least believed in god so she didn't think it was crazy of a decision i'd made but she just didn't understand it you know mm-hmm. but if i was but and we were lucky we were both went into the marriage in the same view we both had secular views we didn't have christian views and so you know over that time but you know so for instance for you you're not married right now so right. if you as you're dating and and doing those things what if you run into an atheist lady okay and you obviously have your faith how how are you you know Deep down, she's probably going, why is this guy believing something that just doesn't exist? And I'm just never going to be that way. That guy's, my husband's crazy. And how are you going to exist when she has to share that with her friends? Well, yeah, I believe my husband's a good guy, except he believes in God, and I think he's a little crazy. (laughs) How does that work? You know what I mean? I just, that, I just, I'm sure it could happen. Um, And maybe God uses those situations to maybe allow that that person to let it grow. But I just don't see... Why would God also put, you know, I, you know who knows? Yeah, you know, I can, God does I can weird, see a route where that would work, but at the same time, it'd it's, be really tough. Yeah, it'd be really tough. So, so, guess it's up to the listener, you know, right, 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 <laughs> on, how they could handle that. Yeah. So, does that help you out, bud? Yeah. Awesome. Answers the question. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, that kind of wraps up our show for this week. I appreciate you guys uh, again tuning in, and we again apologize for last week. Uh, but we hope you will join us next week as we continue on with uh, Venture Midweek, and we hope that you'll uh, call in or, um, or email us or comment us something through Chandler Acres to uh, ask a question. If you guys want something that's brought up on our show, please let us know. We'd be happy to uh, talk it out and uh, hopefully give you guys some advice. Again, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast or Chandler Acres Church, or if you'd like to support this ministry, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.